0: hey there pilgrims welcome back to another dose of venture pill this week we have part two of our south by southwest street interview special as sam mentioned we had a blast having our boots on the ground during south by getting to meet so many incredible people and hear a little more about their background and what they're working on it was truly amazing to see the beautiful city of austin come to life with thousands of founders investors entrepreneurs creators innovators of all kinds from all over the world. The energy was contagious, and we're already looking forward to next year. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information on the fascinating people and companies included in this week's Dose, our milestone 60th episode of Venture Pill. And with all of that said, let's jump in.
1: Came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump.
0: This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right, we are live Sunday at South by Southwest here with Rajiv. Rajiv, thank you for taking the time. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and what brings you into town this weekend.
2: Awesome, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm a founding partner of an early stage fund. We have a female focus and um, so we have over 50 female founders in fund one and it's just a really exciting place. Love coming to South by because they're incredible women not just building businesses but Across arts and music and everything, so I love how it all comes together here. Right. And so,
0: with a fund that has a woman focus, what are some of the primary challenges you face? Because we were actually just covering this in a previous interview, but there's such a small percentage of venture backed yeah. funding that goes to women. Obviously, that's an obstacle you're looking to overcome, but what are some of the challenges that you face?
2: Yeah, so um, I think the Critical thing. There's a lot of little things that hold women back, right? So right. it's not one thing, but um, just to give an example, like there are young women in our, uh, in our apprentice program that are in college or just out of college and they may not even know about venture, right. for example. And then there are women in, in venture capital that may be working at a fund and are surrounded by men or um, just have to navigate a difficult environment. Mm-hmm. And then you have female founders on the other end raising money. So there's, a, there's what we realize is it's an ecosystem approach. You know, like investing in one female founder really won't solve this. Right. It's all about um, only 15% of partners in venture capital are female. Uh, so that's on that side and you, you already know the number on the other side. Yeah. So it kind of all needs to be solved like together. Right,
0: yeah, no, that's, that's well said. Um, shifting gears a little bit here so many great events going on this weekend what are some of the most notable ones you've either already been to or are looking forward to
2: yeah i mean i just got here honestly so i'm just getting started but um because being here last year and this year i, I just think even just the coffee chats and then the the funds and others having parties and stuff yeah. it's just a great way to bond naturally so totally. that's the most important thing for me um i don't, do a lot of the stage event, so I can't really speak to that, but our team is, like, we have an Entourage of Five here, and Chloe just went in there for that, so I'm gonna hear about it.
0: What's uh, one book or podcast or educational resource that you recommend to the masses?
2: Okay, you gotta, I'm gonna pull it out. (laughs) Let's
0: go, he's prepared.
2: (laughs) I was reading this on the flight, it's so much fun. Uh, This book, Valley of Genius, it's it's full of quote like it's pretty much built up of quotes from different people who were there through Silicon Valley early days and what I love about it is like like there's a story in here of this guy stepping out of his Porsche walking into a room and these like smelly boys give him a demo of Google and then he cuts he runs out to his car to cut a hundred K (laughs) check and just like full of stories like that and how things started and the the mix of the other thing I, I really noticed was just like the mix of talent and creativity, like they did the first demo of the computer and there were like three or four inventions as part of that, all different people involved. And they, like, they did the first video conference um, wow. with like satellite dishes connecting two locations in California and like, someone created the first monitor and they, they hacked all this stuff together to do a demo for a thousand people. Wow. And this is like, sort of like, known as the beginning of like, the computer age. So, um, and I feel like the same thing's happening now across other cities, across different layers of people, not just people who could ride their bike to their VC in, you know, Palo Alto. Right. So that's the fun of it, seeing it like recreate again in different industries and stuff. Right. All right, I got
0: two more questions for you. <laughs> First one, what would you say is the most up-and-coming sector that has next that you're seeing in venture capital?
2: Uh, that's a hard one, because I think there are, there are a lot of up-and-coming things, so... When I talk to my biotech investor, he's like, it's like the computer revolution again. But there's a lot of stuff going on. So we're investing in health, human connection, and Better World. Better World includes stuff like climate. um, And human connection, funny enough, is part of health. Like a Harvard study showed that 85% of people's health is based on human connection, which is kind of odd, if you think about it. but there's just a, there are a lot of places doing well, and even some of the places, funny, because a lot of times venture works in fads. You know, everybody was Web three last year, and you're probably not hearing it too much right now. But that doesn't mean Web three is bad, right? So like, possibly it's a better time to invest in Web three than it was before. Right. Um, so uh, you know, I'm all about finding good things, being open. Yeah. Um, you know, what if you're on a flight and you're you're sitting next to the next Steve Jobs, who should be female by the way. Uh, um, just being open to that, right?
0: No, totally, that's definitely something we've seen is what was Web3 metaverse very centric last year. It's now shifting more towards AI in general, innovation. Um, okay, final question, and feel free to plug your fund, yourself. Yeah. What's one or a couple startups that we may not know about that people should know about?
2: Yeah, so um, in our we're, we're now about to close Fund 2, so we're working on Fund 2 now, Fund 1, a couple of exciting companies, uh, one of them is Blockable. They're raising $150 million, Series B. They're all about high-tech production of apartment buildings. Um, and then Compt is all about perks. This is a female founder out of Boston, Amy Sperling. And she's a multiple-time CFO, now she's CEO. And they just have a simple way of a company giving out perks, like where company, uh, employees can choose the perks instead of companies choosing the perks. Those are two examples. Um, and she led a 13 million round led by Battery Ventures. Um, so she's doing really well.
0: Awesome. Well, there you have it. Two new startups for all the pilgrims out there. Rajiv, <laughs> thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure.
2: Thank you, too. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: Jay at South by Southwest. And we want to hear a little bit more about you. What brings you to town? Or are you from Austin? Where are you from? And what's your startup?
4: Yeah, so uh, I'm a New so Yorker, well. like probably most people here today, yeah. New Yorkers as well? All right, all right, well, well it doesn't really count, but we'll let it go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm Jay, I uh, helped launch a startup fund called uh, MXB Capital, 50 million uh, first-time fund. We focus on B2B enterprise SaaS, largely in the pre-seed right. seed realm. What we're really excited about right now is sales, marketing, tech. Operations, people, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, also, really excited about AI and what it's doing for some of these industries. We're seeing a lot of movement in the space, so now is an exciting time to build. Uh, also, out of the fun, we incubate companies, so we've incubated two so far, but the one that I've worked on is Ginger. It's a fintech company that helps SMBs factor, or basically helps them finance their SaaS. Okay. So they're able to pay over time versus upfront for some of their SaaS contracts, so they can then reallocate that capital to actually building their products Super so. cool.
3: okay ginger and MXV capital That's right. okay well you heard it here first folks and what, what have been like the best events so far what are you looking forward to here at South by the most
4: there's so many interesting things but one of the talks that we just came from is the co-founder of ways and he was talking about falling in love with the problem and building around that and around the customers which was a there's a lot of exciting little snippets so yeah. that was
3: we love that, one of the, the best Israeli startups in history. Permanent Waze user. that's super cool. I love
4: that, apparently he saved people's marriages with, uh, with Waze, so there you go. <laughs> oh, you learned
3: something new. This is Jay from New York to, in Austin here. Thanks for coming on the show briefly. We'll, we'll, share, your, uh, we'll share your stuff. Thanks for
0: having yeah. me. All righty, we are live at South by Southwest with Sully, the guy who does it all. A long time pilgrim, Sully, how you doing? We'd love to hear a little bit more about you, your background, your story, what you're doing here.
5: We're doing a lot. Uh, So as he said, I'm Sully. I apparently do it all. Uh, I'm here at South by having a good time, meeting lots of people. I work at work week doing brand partnerships. So if you're looking to advertise in newsletters, podcast events with some of the best creators in the world, come talk to me. He's your guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Uh, We also dabble a little bit in TikTok and we're also a magician. So a little bit of everything.
0: Do you have a deck of cards on you? Always, this guy. Always.
5: We do. We do have a deck. We're doing a trick.
0: Can we do some magic for the fans? <laughs>
5: we can. We can do a quick <laughs> trick for the fans. Okay. Uh, we're gonna think what we, gotta, what we wanna do with. Um, especially with you having your hands full. But all right. Um, so here. Since you got your hands full, just say. Let me think here. Yeah, here. S- say this stop anytime.
0: Stop. Right here. Or yep. do you wanna go further? Right there.
5: Right there. Okay. We'll show the camera, and we'll show it here. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna shove it in the middle. All right.
0: I'm not really wow. sure what I'm gonna do with this. Nice honest. with the cards.
5: Yeah. Um, now, do you know what a poker face is? I'm familiar. Like trying to keep like a like a straight face on what your card is. Nice and scroll through them.
0: Talking um, the World Series of Poker chat. Yeah.
5: So what I'm gonna do here is actually, you know what? I'm gonna go like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find your card. One, two, three, and four. I think if I did it right, I should have your card. The eight of clubs, right? Your card? No? no. All right, watch it. I'm gonna give it a quick shake. I'm gonna like that, and just like that.
0: This guy <laughs> What? There we go. What was the poker face about? Uh, I, I I
5: just I tend to not get because I have a little bit of like
3: oh sorry. I'm a little sick, so it's just a little like a
0: little What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> little bit, little bit. Those allergies, yeah. they'll get you <laughs> <laughs> Nice man. And uh Any
5: any hot takes. Actually I'm gonna give I'm gonna take the mic from you. Take it. Uh all right so Brandon, what is your most contrarian take right now?
0: That's a tough one. That's the Peter Thiel question, right? It is the Peter Thiel question. I will say, these days, it's pretty hard to find a true contrarian take because, you know, opinions are so out there these days. Social media, everyone's saying something. True. Um, That being said, I have been thinking about this one a little bit. Um, Here's one. I think, while it's important to study the routines and rituals of all these super successful businessmen, doctors, professionals in their realm, um, I honestly don't really think you should replicate other people's rituals. Maybe pick and choose things that might work for you, but I think ultimately, I don't wanna do what this billionaire does every morning. Like, we're different people, different ways of working. I
6: agree. What
5: is, what is your habit? Do you have a habit that you stick by?
0: my habit. Yeah, do you have like a thing that's like a routine or like something that, Something you suggest? Yeah, I mean, you know, work out. <laughs> Jeez, is, so I know we're
5: in Texas. I didn't know those were legal here. Oh my God.
0: This is an extra, extra large. Oh, they're especially legal in Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, working out obviously for the physical benefits, but I think there's a lot of mental benefits that come along with it too. I like to kind of distract my mind a little bit. Yep and access like secondary parts of the brain. So like in the office, I have a putting green. I'll putt a little bit when I'm on the phone or when I'm trying to think about something. I love that. Just to like tap into a part of the brain that if I'm sitting at my desk, I may not be accessing.
5: I love it. Venture pill. Be there, be square. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that. I just took it over. All right,
0: we are live here at South by Southwest, day one, live with Marty. Marty, how's it going?
7: What's going on, Brandon, how are you?
0: Doing well, thank you. Uh, So we're going around asking people about their startups, if they have any interest in the space. With that, we'd love to hear more about you, what brings you to South by Southwest, and what you're working on.
7: Absolutely. And so um, BitSpot is a SaaS company. It's uh, called uh, called BitSpot. And uh, we're based in Austin. Um, The premise of the company was we wanted to help owner-operators, small trucking companies, make profitable decisions faster. And so when you're starting out as a small trucking company, um, you're dependent upon you know private contracts to secure revenue. Um, if not, you work in the spot market, so all the major brokerages, you're securing your loads there. And uh, one of the problems that we had was we were basically putting the decisions in the hands of the brokers and the dispatchers and we wanted to have the ability to make that uh, to make that decision ourselves and do it faster than everybody else in the market.
0: Got it, and so changing the des- the decision making process I imagine had some friction and challenges along the way. What are some of the other challenges that <laughs> You gotta love it. What are some of the other challenges that BidSpot is seeing and hopefully overcoming?
7: Well, um, you know one of the big problems is In the transportation industry, it's a siloed uh, network. And so a lot of truck drivers who, you know, who's our main market, um, they're on the road. And, you know, the easiest way for us to, you know, get in front of those people is by social media. Mm -hmm. Most of those guys are on TikTok, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're looking for business. And so um, as far as being able to get in front of those guys, we want to be able to say, hey, we're here, this is what we do, here's how we can help make your lives easier. Got it. And so is BidSpot venture backed? No, no. uh, we're bootstrapped. Bootstrapped, okay, nice. So it's uh, me. Uh, Our fellow co-founder, Michael Laredo, Um, he's a software engineer who basically made this thing happen. So uh, my sister company, IntelliShip, we basically partnered together um, to basically create the profile, to be able to create the ecosystem, um, to basically emulate what a truck driver would need Mm -hmm. to be able to make those decisions.
0: That's awesome. And so what's what are some of the highlights you're looking forward to this weekend here at South by Southwest?
7: Well, I was hoping to see some UT football players around, you know, Uh, (laughs) yeah, Uh, they'll be here. Uh, But also uh, meeting with other founders, hearing their stories. Um, How can I become better as a storyteller? Uh, Because, you know, with bootstrap companies, you know, your your fame is your story. And so the better I can, you know, tell that story. Um, you know, the better I can get in front of other people, you know, telling that story would would be great. Totally.
0: Effective storytelling is so powerful. What is, if you have any plans, what are the general fundraising and future horizon plans looking like?
7: You know, I'll be honest with you, um, with with VenturePill, you know, you're talking with other VCs and, you know, getting with uh, other groups like that. Um, That wasn't even our intention coming here. Uh, But as I'm, you know, telling my story more, it seems as though that I'm being in front of more of those VC guys. Uh, I guess from a, from a you know raw view um, if I can have those opportunities to talk with those uh, with those individuals in those groups I think that'd be better because we want to be you know we want to collaborate with other groups that potentially could help bring technology into you know into the transportation industry. got it
0: Thank you Marty one last question are there any other startups that you're keeping track of have piqued your interest that we should know about? Oh man.
7: I haven't had any uh, that. Oh no, Boto.io. I just met them in the lobby. Um, they're going to be pitching uh, later today. Oh, cool. So B O T O dot and their their big thing is, uh, you know, standardizing you know bot uh, bot automation for smaller companies. Mm. Yeah. So watch out for them. Very cool. Absolutely. All right.
0: Awesome, Marty. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. And uh, hope you have a great rest of your weekend. It
7: so man. Be safe.
0: We are live here at South by Southwest, first interview of the day. Tell us about yourself, and tell us about the company you're promoting.
6: Hey, hey you guys, how you doing? My name is Pat Hustad. Um, I'm one of the founders at Snap Ads. Uh, I was also one of the founders at Super, which was the original uh, social network that we built. Um, I'm from California, from San Clemente, California. I've been in tech for about 12 years. Study at Stanford, Berkeley, UCI. Um, and uh, I used to be a professional surfer, and then I, oh, nice. I, I went from like once I turned 26, I lost all my sponsors, so I just uh, went into te- I just I ended up going to Stanford and learning how to build apps, and then now I'm here, 12 years later. So um, I haven't made it quite yet, but I made I made like a good amount of money, but I haven't gotten like the exit that I want to like retire yet. Right. So that's, listen, that's
0: that's why we're here. From professional surfer to founder, we love it. Is this your first time in Austin?
6: Um, this is actually my second time in Austin. Um, I came one other time to Austin um, to meet with one of my other founders. He's, he started a company called Tenant Cloud and uh, he built it from $0 to $240 million uh, and he just sold it uh, this last year. So he's actually been funding this this Snap Ads for us and he's like really smart. So um, he's really helping us like, build a team and he's actually teaching me how to get to the next level. Um, where I'm not just like trying to like figure it out and doing it on my own where he's actually, he's actually done it. So I got like a good path forward. Yeah.
0: So helpful to have a, a great mentor like that help you out. Um, real quick transitioning here. What's the single biggest challenge facing snap ads today?
6: Um, I think facing snap ads is just, I think it's like getting, I think building the products, the funnest part. It's just like you and your friends and you're just like, you're just like coding and like, just like designing and it's so fun, it's so optimistic. And then the hardest part is like you finish it and then you have to like get it out there. Right. And that's just like the hardest part. And it's like and that you don't specialize in that so you try to get other people to specialize in that stuff. But no one wants to work for free because no one can afford to work for free. Right. <laughs> and then no one really wants to work that hard anyway so you need like real scrappy people to do it. Totally. So it's like it's really hard to find even if you pay people like 120 grand like they're not like all in on it, you know, cause it's not their company. And like, those are the people that you need in the beginning. You need people that are like, they just go all in. They're just like, they're like, they're like, it's just, I feel like it's like kind of like, like if you're in the military, right? It's like you're in the military, you got like your seal team six and like you're going in for a mission. Like, like you're on a mission, but you need to find those people that are like, that are like seal team, uh, yeah. like material. You got so, like,
0: team buy-in on the mission. Yeah. Boots yes. on the ground, yeah, on the ground. exactly okay so a couple more questions for you here what is your number one goal at south by southwest this year what are you what are you hoping to do
6: Uh, my number one goal is just to kind of get just like the first phase of this out there like actually refine the pitch so i'm handing out all these dollars right now with uh with snap ads on on there so people could like download the qr code and then i'm just like refining my pitch on what it is like what like what looks like excites people because I'm still trying to figure out how to like make it all go, and then tomorrow I'm gonna go surf all day at the surf? Waco Surf Pool. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited. That's like my goal. That's like. Awesome. Uh,
0: last question. What's another startup that you have your eyes on that you think people should know about?
6: Um, I think it's the first one. The original one I started is called Super, and it's like, it's to me, it's like, it's like the answer to all the issues with social media. So. Uh, it just fixes all social media. It's just supposed to be, like, fun, about having fun, seeing your friends, your family, adventure, travel, inspiration, and, like, no likes. Um, just good times. So um, good vibes, good times, and just, like, really positive. So uh, that's – I think everyone should check out Super, and then that's another one that's – hopefully right. one day it'll be popping. You heard
0: it here first. Check out Snap Ads. Check out Super. Thank uh, you for your time. Pleasure I to meet you. Thank
6: you, Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Thank you. You too.
3: Alright, we're here with Wolfgang uh, here at Sunday at South by Southwest and wanted to hear what brings you to town and tell us about your startup.
1: Well I'm here for two reasons. I'm a tech journalist so I find a lot of diff- uh, different interesting stuff to cover and I'm also a founder of a startup called One e Nine. that's a startup from Germany. We're a media startup. we basically the former team of the German edition of Wired which was shut down a couple of years and then we made our own thing. So we have a digital magazine, a community platform and we also do a, a number of events and also a major tech festival in Munich so I'm looking for some inspiration here and in half an hour I'm you know someone has to pay for this trip so I'm doing some moderation jobs for some sessions so
3: cool so so what are your thoughts so far on Austin and South by Southwest and what do you thinking? you can the elements you can bring to the Munich uh, conference you're talking about
1: what I really like uh, is that it's a, a real festival so there's this is great uh, you know, panel discussions and keynotes and conversations that uh, transfer a lot of insight. But then there's this places, you know, to just have party, to hang out, to the art installations, to meet interesting people. And I like this decentralized setup. I like the mixture of formats and, and experiences. And I think that's really, you know, that's where we're going to go to.
3: It brings in quite the mixture of people from out of town, from everywhere. Tell us, in Germany, what is the startup ecosystem like? And maybe how is it, maybe you don't know, how does it differ from the U.S.?
1: Well, we, uh, we are still lagging a bit in the number of unicorns. Um, so Germany is getting pretty strong in deep tech, especially a- around Munich and Berlin, because we do have a lot of, uh, have a lot of technical universities and, mm-hmm. and uh, research institutions. <laughs> and so we have a lot of great uh, young people and great minds there, but the hard thing for them is to get financing. Like the early, uh, the early stage financing in the, the first rounds. that's simple, but you know, if you want to build rockets or you want to play a role in the AI game, we need hundreds of billions, uh, hundreds, of, hundreds of millions of dollars and that's hard for German startups to raise. Yeah. But there's a lot of potential and of course like, there are obvious uh, industries like mobility and stuff where Germany is strong. Sure, Sure. yeah, we
3: actually had the chance to interview uh, Pierre Richelson. He founded Cal.com, which is uh, like Calendly if you know that. It's a decentralized version and he was telling us that it's a, the fundraising ecosystem there is not quite... Not, I mean, I guess none are like US, the quiet, but he has US investors, so he said that's been a kind of a game changer. Have you considered, um, I guess, advancement into US business with, with your startup or mainly German or raising investment from US uh, investors or anything like
1: that? No, we are uh, actually, well, with our events, we do a tech festival, as I said, that's uh, with an international focus. It's European. We have the US speakers, but not visitors from the US yet. But with our digital magazine, we publish in German because that's like, uh, there's our niche because there's a lot of tech journalism covering tech in in English Mm -hmm. and covering all the US companies or Chinese companies, but there's not enough happening in in German. So that's Mm -hmm. where our niche is. And the German public is, you know, quite skeptic about technology. So we want to... Get the people on board in, in this discourse. That's why we do this in Germany. So we are not thinking about U.S. investments. And we are media sub, You know, we're not the typical VC right, case. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> well, you you have a similar mission. We're looking to get people into startups and, and to do that in Germany. Uh, I think we have some German listeners, but uh, sure. maybe we'll have to have you translate it for us. <laughs> no, I think they will understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Wolfgang. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of Startups and Venture Capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time.
6: She told me that she only
3: bumps my music when she's lonely. My vibe's a little low key, okie dokie. That's alright, but wait, I don't
4: know how to do.